Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! Jack, no Nico, no problem, right guys? That's it. Ready to go. Well, together as a team. That was a nice win. It was. It was. Well, we are the Uncle Puckers, Chris, Dan, Bob, and Tony. What's up, boys? How rare is it that all four of us are together on the same show on a weekday? A weekday, yeah. It is weird. It is. You know what else is weird? I've heard that Mm -hmm. intro like a hundred times. I didn't realize that Doc Emmer kept going in the background calling Marty's goal. Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of heard Danica the whole time. Yep. Yeah, there's the whole... I need to pay uh, attention. Yeah, that, that was it by itself at first, and then we yep. just put the Danica over that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, that Chris, was a me and Chris were in full football gear. We were saying earlier, we're like, it's how we're happy, uh, happy cadets this week. It was a nice Sunday, right? We got a Raider win. You, I got a Viking fan a win. We got a Devil win. It was good. It was a good Sunday all the way around. Your yeah, Raiders looked like they were really not going to be anyone's, uh, you know. Bitch. Uh, doormat anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They looked good. Aiden O'Connell um, looked good for, you know, for no turnovers this time. Max Crosby is like, I, I swear he's better every game I see him. He is like a fucking beast. Yeah, and if you get somebody man. else on the other side of him, that defense can be really dirty. Um, and I just think Jacobs needs to wake up a little bit. Yeah, uh, he had 98 yards, but he was, you know, I mean, we used Renfro again, so, you know, everybody was getting the ball. It was like a whole different team, and you know, I know it's only the coach, but what a difference vibe-wise. And just and Mark Davis yeah. cut his hair. Uh, and you're playing against a team that literally had no quarterback. Like, How about I mean, that DeVito, though? Did he make a mistake when he put his uh, hand on Crosby's neck and pick himself up? I mean, Have you guy. seen him play? Like, he's terrible. Like, this, like if you yeah. go back to the, the game, I think the Jet game, right, when uh, he got put in after uh, Tyrod got taken at hospital and he got put in for Taylor, they wouldn't even – let him throw the ball. Dayball was just calling run, run, run. They wouldn't even let him throw the fucking ball. Like, that's just terrible. And then, you know, Daniel Jones comes back this year, this week, right? Blows out his ACL. So he's gone touched, for at least yeah. a year. Um, yeah, there's so many of these injuries. But, but I watched uh, you your guys... game, man. I watched the Vikings. Uh, that was actually the, the 1 o'clock game, which was the 8 o'clock game here. But I watched your guys. And I tell you, man, Dobbs, I was really impressed with that game. I mean, I couldn't believe, you know, Basically, when they won that game, I wasn't totally surprised because I started watching him play like I was telling you earlier, like when he ran the touchdown in. And when he made that first down at the end of that game, uh, you know, it's just really impressive for a guy that doesn't even know his teammates. Doesn't even know the teammates. Sitting on the sidelines with your center taking snaps so the O-line can learn your cadence. Like this is – and they didn't even commit one offsides, not one uh, line penalty, you know. Uh, I just – he managed to get him. I mean, I give a ton of credit to – Garrett Bradbury, our center, because he was the one basically that pulled them all together. But, you know, he's a smart guy. You got a really smart offensive coach. I'm really curious to see how he does uh, this week with a full week of practice with these guys. And then Justin Jefferson coming back in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to, I don't want to say, but watch out for the Vikings. That's it. I'm just saying. Week to week. What? You know, if, the, if they end up going far, like we talked about the other day when we were talking about Jonathan Taves, like in the possibility, which is never going to happen. But like you said, like it's always crazy how you see these teams, they make a championship run and you always have some players on there that in the beginning of the year, like if Minnesota ends up making a run and doing something in the NFC, like, dude, this guy was starting for a different team in week one. Like you had yeah. like your quarterback is Josh Dobbs. Nobody thought Josh Dobbs was going to be quarterbacking any team, let alone uh, the what he did. But, you know, he might come out this week and throw four interceptions and play like shit. So we'll see how it goes. NFL for you. Yeah, exactly. Dan but, and Bobby have left the show. <laughs> they have yeah, so that's why we're going to get we're going to get <laughs> into hockey. Enjoy that. There's a lot of crossover there. There's plenty of hockey fans or football fans. Uh, mm. Not too many aren't, but, um, you know, in that camp kind of. I don't really watch they, too much. They did say today they think that it's used his shoulder, huh? That's what yeah, that it's a shoulder. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was like leaning towards head injury. I don't know, you know, what's worse, but it sounds like it's. They said 
what did they say? It wasn't re-aggravating an old injury, which is good to hear. Yeah, the um, one that I guess that he suffered in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So that that's what they were saying. It didn't re-aggravate that. But we're looking at a timeline of maybe uh, a month at most, so maybe a little longer than I was hoping. I'm sure most Devils were, fans were hoping. But, you know, I, I guess it was accurate when they put out that it's not the worst-case scenario statement. Right. You know? It's still a bad case scenario, though. It's like what yeah. ten games estimate in that month. That's kind of what I, I figured. Yeah, I, I'm going to lose games. my uh, prediction bet. I, yeah. I bet Jack would be back, and and it doesn't look like that's definitely that's not going to happen. People are talking about maybe if you can make it in two weeks uh, for that uh, Devils Rangers game. So they're going to see now. I think you guys might have heard it. I didn't. I just read a little recap of Fitzgerald's uh, statement where he kind of said Nico is on his own personal timeline. Like he's getting better. He's got like clearance, but they want to make sure he feels right. So it sounds like Nico's coming back sooner. They didn't put a number on it, but what did you guys make of that? Well, I think I got exactly what you got out of that, that he's cleared and, you know, you know, he's not going to be there tonight for the game against the avalanche, but maybe Friday against Washington. I mean, that Mm -hmm. would be a huge boost. Right. And uh, I don't know what's going on with Thomas Nosek. Is he uh, – anybody have any information on him? No, I just I know, know he's out. Yeah, so, so – yeah, That's all I know. You just got to tread water right now. You know, you got to tread the tread water until your team gets healthy again. We got a lot of guys on this team. I mean, they looked good against – like you said, it was a good team win. We'll get into a little bit of that Blackhawk game. We'll go over a little bit of the scoring summary and talk about that. So, yeah, I Sunday – yeah. I might be mistaken, but I think just to wrap up the injury thing, I think they had Fitzgerald saying that he believed uh, that Nosek and Miller would be in the lineup sooner than Jack. So whatever timeline that is, it's it's much shorter, it looks like. Well, you know, if they can get – if they can keep their head above water for however long until Jack gets back and they get, have Nico back and Nosek back and Miller in this lineup, mm-hmm. I mean, we can be in good shape once he gets back. You know, I'm not even overly worried about it because I do believe they're going to keep their head above water. And I think, you know, worst case scenario, if it's 10 plus games, you know, maybe what we talked about over the summer, if there's this crazy points race at the end, you know, in the 113 to 112 thing, maybe we're not in that anymore because of the 10 Mm -hmm. games. But then again, there's nobody really blowing it away, at least not from the Carolina standpoint. I mean, the Rangers have put up some good points, but it's not like, I mean, it doesn't even really matter, right? At this point, I don't even care about the first place. I want Jack healthy you know, continue to have the good year and just roll into the playoffs. I saw Absolutely. some power rankings today, actually, from the NHL network, and uh, the top five was Vegas at one, Boston at second, and the, uh, the Rangers third, the Kings fourth, and Stars fifth. I can I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to argue that. I mean, yeah. Vegas is playing great. Boston's playing great. And uh, Jeremy Swayman, 6-0-0 now. How surprising Man, is Boston? Would have I mean, been we all, nice I mean, to make a move on him. It's Boston's very surprising. Just... Anybody listening now, don't go back to the summer tapes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Boston ain't even good. fucking making it, man. <laughs> I, I said it. I was the one, man. I was the one that said, I don't even think that these guys are going to make the playoffs with uh, the lack of center depth that they have. And, uh, yeah. man, they proved me wrong. Yeah, but, and I, I mean, we all even said at least a legitimate drop-off. 10, yeah. 15, 20 points. And at this point, it's looking like that's not even going to happen, which is it's crazy. Ridiculous. Another it thing I, I heard uh, Fitzgerald say recently, which I was, you know, like, oh, yeah, we've kind of been saying this, is that he doesn't think this team's, you know, given its best game. He was, you know, they didn't use those exact words, but basically said, we're working on being more consistent and, you know, following through with games. And um, the article that was citing his thing brought up that they were, I think, eighth from the bottom and in goals against, which we kind of had a feeling they're letting way too many goals in. And uh, we know that certain players haven't fully, you know, uh, hit the mark. So I'm looking at this. What the hell are you and doing I, over there? I'm plugging uh, my laptop. Sorry, guys. Look at his laptop demon screen. I just, I, just realized, I just realized it wasn't plugged in. Okay. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's very possible that it might be a little crazy to say it, but I think there's a silver lining to Jack being out and Jack and Nico being out is they, they did play a better game team wise. And some guys who've been really quiet like Mercer, mm-hmm. they, they look pretty damn good in that game. So if it's the beginning of those guys coming online, that that's really good. And not only will they keep their head above water, they might, when those, when a team like regains health, be way better than before they lost health, you know? 
Plus, totally. we're going to see and some kids early, too. Like, but I have to admit, Max Willem, I was pressed with him the other night. I mean, he really right. he made Did a difference in that game. Did you ask for a better game. first outing? He looked yeah. great. Scored a goal. Yeah. Didn't make any well, big mistakes. He was fantastic. I completely agree. And let's go over to Blackhawk game. So, But real quick, I'll jump, just to piggyback what you said, if they can use this time without Jack to really focus on their defense and team defense and they get that element of their game and get those goals against down – uh, for the team a lot and start playing much more responsibly that way. And then when you add Jack back into this lineup and Hughes and he's back in this lineup and these guys continue to play that way, that's where you want this team to be. I oh, feel yeah. like they were really just piggybacking off of Jack the entire, like, I mean, you go back to the you got a lot Louis. of guys just haven't done their full contribution. Right? Mercer, and they Meyer. didn't have to. I mean, they didn't Absolutely. have to. Now they but do. But now um, they do. You're right. And this Good is point. not a time, I'm going to say this, this is not a time for Jesper Bratt to pull a disappearing act. No. Like, oh, yeah. Now is right. the time. Like, dude, you got paid. You've been playing great. Keep it going. Um, yep, you're going to have to Chris, fly the ship for a while. Yeah. With, with uh, Mercer, did I, what did I say? He's going to have two points. I can't remember. I was trying to think the other night. I know he said he's going to have a point this week. Was it two points I said he had? Was it a goal and an assist, or did I just say two points? The next Two three. points in three games. Okay. And he has cool. one. So back to the Blackhawks in Chicago on Sunday night. Uh, first period, Devils looked like they were, you know, going to start going down some terrible little black hole there in the first period. It was, it was 151 in and, you know, former Devil and league MVP Taylor Hall. And that's his second. That was from Johnson and Kaiser. Went that All way long. for no coverage long. on him. No, no, that was a terrible goal. Uh, Vanacek had no shot on it. And then 1307, though, like we said, Dawson Mercer finally gets on the board. He gets his first goal, also on the power play from Halla and Hamilton. And then Tone, uh, like you were just talking, Max Wellman at 1441, an unassisted, uh, just a great defensive Showed play. Showed some speed, too. Showed he, some he speed. Took off Got nasty line. in front of the net a couple times. I That's mean. the thing about Wilman's game that I liked that he brought on Sunday. He played with fire, and in turn, that whole line was playing with fire. Uh, yep. They they were really looked like uh, our toughest line out there. They were taking mm-hmm. the body. They weren't taking any shit. It was a bit of a different feel for the Devils so far. And I think Max Wilman was that little spark plug that got them going. Um, yep. And that ended up the Devils two to one in the first period. Second period, not much to talk about. No goals except scored. for like a crazy, crazy save. Or was that in the first that Vanishek had? That was the save of the game. That was the, the second. Superman oh, yeah. dive from his left to his sure right. It was the second period, he drops a stick on the way, and uh, what a game changing save! That would have made it two two. Whatever mm-hmm. the point of the game it happened at, we were up two one, and that's a different game if they score because we know that game stayed close the whole way. He was impressive all night, Vandeshek. I mean, he, he really was. made some big saves. That was Fantastic. on his highlight reel, I'll tell you that. That's a career highlight. That was a beautiful save. Oh, yeah. And then we go into the third period, 435 in. Curtis Lazar, who's getting, getting a little bit of a hot streak going, his second of the year from Marino. That puts the Devs up 3-1 to one. at 15-14. Ryan Donato scores for the Hawks. Uh, his third of the year from uh, at the SCU and Dickinson. Happy to see you. Um, that put us uh, – Two to one, or no, I'm sorry, two to three Devils. And then McLeod at 1959, um, his third of the year, the unassisted empty net. Devils win 4 2. Um, Chicago, Soderstrom for Chicago, he had uh, 37 saves on 40 shots. And we talked about VTech, two goals on 34 shots. VTech Vanacek looked really good in that game. You guys expect him to get the start tonight against Colorado? Yes, you do. Yes. I would hope so. I mean, Chris, that's I would like I would to know to. the numbers of McLeod. How many goals in his career compared to empty net goals? Because, I mean, I have not – I think he has at least seven empty net goals, McLeod. He's always seems know. to be putting in. tend to get a lot. Yeah. It makes but. sense because he's a tenacious player to be on a checking line against the opposition's, you know, um, top line. last-ditch effort to score. They usually put their best scorers out, and you're going to need Plus. him. Mm-hmm. Tony's gone. I guess Tony just Tony. talk Must about that anymore. All right, yeah, maybe. Um, okay. You know, there was just a lot to like in that game, too, in general, because for Mercer's goal, what I really liked about that is that was like an extremely confident goal, right? It wasn't just like, oh, I got a chippy goal or, or whatever, or maybe got lucky seeing I goal. Like, he had to kind of cut through some people there. It just showed a lot of confidence, which is good because his confidence probably should have been shaken, uh, but it didn't look like it at all. So that was yeah, like he, vintage Mercer there. 
took it hard to the net and yeah. got the goal. It's great. And, you saw uh, that little opening, skated for it, went for it. Um, the fact that we only let up two goals is a great sign. We just talked about BTEC, how well he did. He's heating up. And, yeah, Lazar. Um, really wow. like his game. You know, he's what a beautiful a hell of a player. I love his overall game, but what a beautiful goal on that redirection. Oh, really, that whole play was um, was Marino coming to life. Okay, yep. Marino basically uh, did a give and go and and got the puck on was mostly a breakaway with great save on that shot. Uh, but he he stays with the play. He finds got himself with the rebound, puck again yeah. seconds later, rebound, and he does that shot that he's putting up for deflection. I mean, that was a very purposeful play. You could tell that's exactly what he intended. And Lazar, what a beautiful deflection between his own legs, between the goalie's legs and in. And what a great goal that was. Definitely. It was one of the best team games, team victories that we've seen the Devils have. Uh, They really just, it felt like they were playing for each other. And, okay, you know, we are, we're not, I mean, Timo got robbed again a couple of times. Like this dude is Eric Halla last year, right? He got robbed by the post, though. That one annoyed me. I'm like, come on, Meyer. He had the open net, a beautiful one-timer. And I'm not saying that it's an easy shot, but Meyer, bury that. You had a lot of net to shoot at and you found the post. Timo will get on the board tonight. I believe yeah. that he will get on the okay. board tonight. So you I'm guys, predicting still Timo time myself. So, yeah. No, I'm no, not. I'm not worried about him either. But you know, he definitely he's that guy. Where'd you go? I have no idea what happened. You guys all froze, and then I just had to refresh. Fell Fair through, through a Lithuanian warm Lithuanian gremlins. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Welcome Every back, time Tony Tom. loses connection, I'm worried that Vlad is running tanks on that country. <laughs> I know. That, you know. That's the last we see of Tony. You know, we got a message. We were talking about, like, how to watch these games and everything. Uh, and we did get a message from one of our listeners saying that the games that are on TNT are also live on HBO Max. And I did check before and tonight's game, which is a TNT game, and MSG, great it is, it's on HBO Max. So I think that needs to be more Max public knowledge. I, yeah. I mean, you can't be the only double fans who didn't know that, that you could well, find the TNT on Max. I mean, you know, some people that might make a difference. You can catch a few more games. Do we know if that's like regional thing for New no Jersey. it's not a regional thing okay so you you can watch the game on max tonight great if you want to stay up until 12 30 in the morning yeah. so i won't so. be watching the game on max tonight but that's okay. i do wonder about that chris you sure that tnt is not broadcasting different games on their uh you know the, on that night they you know what i mean is, well they, bobby do you have max the devils no i don't but that's oh, what we don't I get that. a la carte, so I would get it if it meant one. I bet you're right, Chris. I, I'm, well, just, I'm just saying they could be running some kind of regional network thing. I just don't know that. I don't think so, but you know what? You could be right, but let, let's just – I'm going to hop on Max right now because I saw they had a few games. That's why I was I was yeah. thinking that it wasn't just the regional game because they had – Are they carrying a, a, a few at once, like simultaneously? No, they or were just – like just one per – yeah, just showing different games. Um, oh, you know what? I'm looking at the schedule yeah. right now, and it actually does Red, say that. It says TNT and Max. Yeah. Red Wings oh, and Rangers awesome. are on at 7 o'clock on Max, and Devils uh, Avalanche are on 10 o'clock on Max. And then tomorrow, Panthers Capitals, Kings Golden Knights. Yeah, and there's NBA games. So whatever is being called no on TNT is on Max as well. I'm still calling Max now. HBO Max. It's, yeah, I have so not really I. gotten used to the, the change with that. And I, the last place I ever think about for live sports, except for boxing, is HBO. <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. They always did have boxing. That was kind yes, of they did. But yeah, you can find those games now. So that's it makes awesome. it more accessible yeah. to the fans because you know I can get Max for a month for ten bucks or whatever it is and get a game or two, as opposed to saying, well, you know, this month I got to buy Hulu basic package to get TNT for sixty five bucks. Yeah. So yeah, that really helps out. Well. Let's get a little bit into, even though most people will be listening to this game, listening to this show rather after the game tonight, but let's talk about it. So tonight, Devils at Colorado, like we said, TNT, MSG, and Max. The game's puck drop is at 10.05 from the Pepsi Center in Denver. Mm. This is the final game of the Devils road trip that the Devils right now are 2-1 and one, um, through the first three games. And today will be the fourth game, final, and then we head back to Jersey where we play Washington on Friday night. So the last game that Colorado played, they got legitimately spanked by seven Vegas. nothing. Seven yeah. nothing. That was crazy. Nice I was I was kind of surprised to see they've been sliding their last five games. One and three over the last four. So four, uh, yeah, I don't know what their fifth game was, but you're yeah, right. They four, have yeah. been sliding. But um, um, they they started off so strong, and what a great team they have on paper. Uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about them? Do you think that they're going to be a bigger threat than Chicago? I'm feeling probably yes on that. 
I'm thinking definitely, yes. I just, you know, it, it, the Devils are going to have to play a really, really good game because I don't know if they're going to be able to outscore Colorado yeah. if, they, if, they, if they play, let Colorado play their game. I just, you know, look, we don't have Jack and we don't have Nico and they have, you know, Rantanen and McKinnon. And, and not McCarr. only that, I, I don't forget the X factor of they have three former Devils on this that team. This is true. And don't you know your former teammates always play better against you? They're looking yes. to score on their former team. So, you know, we got three guys who can score or hurt you, uh, uh, you know, at random times. Even, yeah, even Graves, he scores now and then. And, and well, Graves is at Pittsburgh. Um, oh, yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, but yeah. Tomas, Tomas uh, yeah, Tatar, Tomas <laughs> Tatar was benched <laughs> for these guys a couple of games ago. Really? So, yes. yes. Yeah. Whether or not he is in the lineup, I don't know. But he I wonder has, if they're going to give him a chance, you know, to do that, pull that old former team magic or something. You know? I mean, I would, right? I mean, if yeah. it was one of our guys, yeah, you got kind of have to put him in there. Um, and the biggest threat, of course, would be Miles Wood. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so it's, and you know they want to score. Mm-hmm. And they draw you in the penalty box, too, this year Colorado, I was reading. So you've really got to – you want to stay out of the box tonight against them. Um, and I would – yeah, I mean, Miles Wood, I, I, like I said, I think with my predictions, I think he'll – I wouldn't be surprised if he scores a goal against us. Um, well, look, this is going to be a game where they're going to have to just buckle down. They're going to have to play really good team defense. And the thing that I liked about the Chicago game, which – is little small things that you that kind of differentiate a, a, a really good team like the Devils as opposed to a team like Chicago that's still trying to find their way is when the when Chicago made a mistake, the Devils capitalized on it like Wilman's goal. Um, you know there were any time that there was a mistake, the Devils were on it and they capitalized. That's a good team. Colorado's not going to make a lot of mistakes, so they're yeah. going to have to generate offense other ways. This is you know who I'm looking for to have a big game. Just partially because I know that it's in him and he's just kind of getting himself comfortable in the NHL, but also because I just want to hear them keep on going on about Hughes, Hughes, Hughes. I'm going right. Luke. Luke Hughes is going to have a big game. He is really shown like so much growth. And if he really, I think, kind of takes those reins and says, I'm going to be the guy to, you know, take this puck into the zone. I'm going to be the guy to lead all the breakouts. I'm going to be the quarterback on the power play to do what I need to do. And he plays the way we've seen him, just not enough. Because like you said, he's still trying to find his way. I think Luke Hughes is dangerous. And I want to see him have a big game tonight. Yeah. I think tonight, Luke Hughes is coming out party. He, he gets on the board. Yeah, both the I saw, brothers. I mean, Quinn Hughes now, got, I think he's 20 points too. Like Jack, that, that bloodstream. I mean, you know, but... uh. Yeah, I think Luke, he had a good game last game, I thought. Yeah, I so, thought the whole team played pretty good last game. Even even uh, Brendan Smith. I don't want to shit on him, but even he had a he had a good game. He, almost he had a pretty out. good scoring chance. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he didn't score, but he it was a good scoring chance. Is he ever going to score for the Devils? You know, I'm not looking for him to <laughs> score. I just want him to shore up defensively. And wouldn't that be a bitch if he does score and he just starts scoring once in a while? You know how that usually works. Like, once you get that goal, finally, you start putting a couple Why in, would that be I a mean, bitch? You oh, be nice, like that? but I mean, that's how oh, it goes, okay. though. That's how, you know, you notice these guys. I don't know if go, that's like, how it not, goes not, for not, Brendan not for Smith. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Smith's going to have, like, Danico-like numbers. When yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Except the, except on the defensive side. Right. No, yeah, he will not right. have uh, Danico numbers on that. But I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a fun game. Hopefully everybody gets to stay up late to watch it because that's the only bad thing about these games is the 10 o'clock start, Eastern time, of course. Uh, yeah, it's tough I to stay up. I wake up when up, it starts, especially. actually. So I'll be watching it when well, I So you're up. okay. You can yeah, watch it in okay. the morning when you're having your coffee. You know, I have to think, be up at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. But I'll still stay tonight? up for it. You think Wood Do I think there's a fight tonight? Wooden ball, maybe? or um, wooden ball. Nobody's going to fight Wood. Nobody on that team is going to fight Miles Wood yeah, unless yeah. he does something just completely. Yeah, you know, like uh, <laughs> or take out and toss him across the ice with like right. <laughs> some dust up with like Palat, where that it gets kind of crazy. They're not going to square. He's not going to square up with anybody in the team, but like in a crazy situation, he's right. the only guy I could see going in to break up a crazy situation like he's been doing. And then finding himself in a fight with Wood. That's the only yeah. way it happens, Pilat. That's why well, I, I saw that the other night. We were at the Chicago game, you know, Pilat and uh, 
Tyler Johnson, so he used to be on the yeah. same team. There was a scrum in the front of the net, and I think that was when uh, Wolderman was in, getting into it. And I saw them right. looking now, at each other, and they started Plot's laughing. not looking to fight. They, yeah, yeah, Plot's not looking to fight. Do you think Plot, Plot wants to fight? Johnson, yeah. He's no. laughing because they were teammates, and I'm sure they were like, you know, talking right. some shit, joking around. But like, but he's tr- he's doing a tough thing. He's trying to add grit and toughness to yeah. this team. He doesn't. He's not going to try to fight. It's a, no. there's a difference, no. and there's a lot of guys like that. Uh, rare occasions with a guy like Claude Lemieux fight. He's not looking. You're to right. Fight. He, yeah. He's like, looking uh, to stand up for his team, fighter. and you know, we don't have. Well, a I mean, really. we have a like Ball's McLeod will drop the gloves. Yeah. Um, you know, Ball will drop the Ball gloves. Ball would be our but... best shot at a fighter, but even him, he's not looking to. He's trying to be a more, I don't know, char-like player. You know, right. You look at his build and everything. He's going to try to show a lot of skill get his share of goals and be a defensive monster. But I don't think he wants to be the fighter. He'll just, no. you know, on occasion when he called upon him, he'll probably do all right. You know, his, his ceiling is so high, Kevin Ball. Like, he I, has yeah, the potential absolutely. to be one of the best defensemen in the league in the next few years. He, he really does have a game together and yep. starts playing with, like, really high confidence level without making mistakes, and you know, which is kind of like this positive cycle that can happen. He, yeah, he could be insane. Uh, he could be I, like the talk of the league. I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, what do you think about Connor Bedard so far in his his, uh, his career, his early career so far? Because uh, I've seen him play a couple of games, and there were you know, there have been flashes, but nothing like when Sidney came in, Crosby came in, when you know uh, even McDavid came in and stuff like. Do you think that this dude? Because I've seen him. I think his biggest problem is that he the speed of the NHL right now. Like it, he's getting clobbered. He can't. You know, he when he gets his lane, he can make a shot. He can do all that stuff. But like, I feel like once he you start taking him physically out of the game, he's not. He can't get back into it yet. Do you do you yeah. think that that's something that you know it's he'll so grow early. into? It's so hard to say. Sure. I kind of attested a little bit to Hughes' first year. I yeah, feel like they uh, and, were and very the, similar the in teams, that. Like that they found themselves on are kind of similar. So, you know, you mentioned Crosby. You mentioned McDavid. Uh, you know, look at their number two guy they play with. Th- sure. They're insane. Um, you know, Hughes didn't really have a Malkin or, you know, a uh, Dreisaitl, you know. Um, it, 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 so, you know, I think that's more of an analogy with Bedard. You're probably right about that because he doesn't have a super talented guy uh, that he's playing with right now, too. And to be fair, I know those guys didn't. They might have looked better without those guys in their early debuts anyway. They did. And, yeah. and, and and I feel it's fair to be critical of Connor Bedard because of all the fucking hype that came with this dude. Oh, like, you definitely. know, you were expected to come in and light this league up. And I, for one, didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, and it, so far it hasn't. But I do like the one thing about Chicago that I heard that after the loss to the Devils on Sunday, they held a team meeting, team players only, and they got together and they basically just started making everybody accountable of what kind of team we want to be, how we want to start winning. That's a super young team there. Yeah. Like I know they have some veterans on there, but a really young team that is being held, being held accountable by themselves to them, to each other. And I think that's huge for the growth of a Chicago team. I think Bedard I, has that fire. He broke a stick on that. Yeah, uh, oh, he was not he happy. Was you know, he, he doesn't not like wanna, losing. I mean, and I get it. That game was pretty close. It's a one goal differential till the empty netter. It, yep. All they got to do is just right. one goal and tie this game up. And, uh, you know, it, so I, I'm glad to see if, if I'm a Chicago fan that, Bedard's in it. He definitely made some beautiful passes. He has really great skills, but he has not taken forward and dominated. We were told he's going to be a little bit more physical than a Jack, be more like a, a McDavid that way. Don't really see that yet, uh, you know, especially so. I don't see him being that kind of dominant, like power forward, just, you know, laying waste to people one way or the other and not just great, great hands. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely struggling a little bit this season. I, I'm, I really want to see this kid take off because I didn't watch him a lot when he was, you know, with Regina and stuff. So I really want to see what all the hype's about. You know, let's see it. I want to see Connor Bedard be what they think Connor Bedard's going to be. Yeah, he I almost get really... a goal like twice in those the first period. He almost scored a few times, but then they they kind of figured him out. I think teams have. Yeah, he was out of the put, game after yeah. that. You barely heard his name. And I think teams what have done that to him. Yes. Especially physically. Once you start hitting him and stuff, I feel like he's completely off his game. Yeah. Bob, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say I honestly haven't seen enough of him yet other than the 
highlights that are thrown everywhere in our face. So everything in between I haven't really seen, so I was really looking forward to watching him in Chicago game, and it was like the one game where I just felt like the Devils totally kept him in check, so I didn't get yep. to see what he's capable of doing outside of a few highlights. So, uh, you know, on that, I just got to ask. I mean, I, I said that Luke Hughes would have more points than him, so Luke was a plus. He was a minus. Does that count? No. No. Nope. Right. Nope. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> points are uh, tough. <laughs> and you have to wait till Saturday, but no, you're wrong. Now, uh, is Edmonton in trouble? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude, what's going on with the Oilers? Goaltending, I mean, everything. Mine and Bobby's just... Stanley Cup yep. winning pick. They Plus have some millions of other people, I'm sure. They have like, four points. What's it? San Jose is just embarrassing what's happening there. God. That's just embarrassing. They they are the worst team I've ever seen in my life. We should all make a uh, prediction. How many points did San Jose wind up with the end of, at the end of the year? At this rate, none. <laughs> um, but I will That's say, a good thing to think about by Saturday. All right, how about this? Yeah. Twenty points over under San Jose for the season. All right, I'll ten wins. Over oh, to go sixteen under. So That's the over. There, he's the taking over. the under. So I'm taking sixteen. I said twenty. He's taking the over. Oh, you're saying he wins? Wow, okay, yeah, sixteen. I got to go over. Are you saying sixteen points, Tony? Sixteen points. I'm saying. Yeah. So you're saying under twenty. Yeah. How about you, Bobby? Well, yeah, I'm going over twenty. They're going to figure Dan? out at least pull out some wins. Yeah. Yeah, I got to take the over. You're going to take the over. This is points. Twenty points. Twenty points. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look how they easy have it is one to get. Now, right? I'm throwing a hell there, but they're games. playing pretty bad right now. I mean, it's. I know, but I mean, what's what's the record, guys? I mean, I can't imagine. You we can't make, get ten I, I, wins. I think Ottawa had a even maybe, nine wins and two ties in there. Think about that. You're going to get <laughs> right. points for that. Like, come on, guys. They're o ten and one, so they have one point. They're being outscored by forty-two non-shootout goals, the worst goal differential through eleven games in NHL history. No, they're not going to stay that terrible. But they are o ten and one. They've been outscored by forty-two goals, the worst goal differential. In NHL history, they gave up 10 goals consecutively, back-to-back games. Uh, this is the first time it's been done in nearly 60 years. They are on pace to obliterate the league record for worst single-season goal differential, which is held by the expansion Washington Capitals, who won eight games in the 74-75 season. So, uh, let's see. Sharks coach told reporters after the team's 10-2 loss to Pittsburgh on Saturday that the situation we're in, guys are trying to prove themselves, establish themselves. We all acknowledge that before the season started. So he's basically saying, right. we knew we were going to suck, and we suck. Uh, I think that they are going to – yeah, I don't. I think the under. You're taking the under. Okay. Under. Well, just so you know, I just looked this up. The record for lowest uh, points in a season of a minimum 70-game schedule. Okay, so not even 82 necessarily. Uh, is The winner on this is 21 points uh, over 80 games uh, was the Washington Capitals. Okay, and so 74-75. Yep. Yeah, so that's with uh, fewer games, and they still score 21 points. So just think about what you're saying. I mean, that would be the record, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but realize that would be the record of all time. Of all time. all time fewest points ever. I don't know when we play them the first time, but I really hope that we have a full line up there when <laughs> we play them. The first fucking points. I, no, I think we'll score 15 on them uh, with yeah. Jack and the whole team back. Uh, that's what I think. Um, yeah, I cannot wait to play them. It's not an NHL team is what you're saying. This is like we, we're an working NHL a team. lesser AHL team right now. Yes, I think that if you took uh, the Hershey Bears and put them up against – the San Jose Sharks right now, I think that the Bears win. So you're and taking the I under as well? I'm taking the under. So Tony okay. and I are taking the like under. Would you like that for taking the over. Got it. You, you said something that made me think. Like, Would you like that as part of maybe an all-star game to take an AHL team, maybe the leading team, and have them play a team from the NHL? Like a little bit of a mystery Alaska kind of bullshit, but mm-hmm. um, maybe would that be fun? Like, Let's face it, the all-star game is kind of dull. Nobody really wants to stick with the um, former players game very long. I wonder if this would be interesting, at least to kind of bop around and catch pieces of. I, I mean, I would definitely like to see any kind of uh, hockey then done a little bit differently. I think that would be kind of cool. I don't so how know. about maybe a high school team and then all the way down to like a, you know, a um, 
peewee team or something and just have the NHL just cream them, just destroy them. We keep on knocking San Jose down levels until they actually (laughs) win a game. So they got to play the NHL champion and then they got to play the – if they lose, they got to play the ECHL champion. Right, all the way to Bobby's kids team. Right. So then they're like playing against – Your son's going to hurt them bad. Right. I wonder how much money you would – I wonder how much you could win picking San Jose. You know, I mean, they've got to be the underdogs. Picking them to what? Yeah, what is you Vegas know, doing you know with San what, Jose this year? You know year? what's going you, on, Chris. Picking them to win. Oh, winning, win the cup? No, if you just no, pick a them game. To win, yeah, like a game. Just a game. I wonder yeah. what. Uh, well, what uh, would DraftKings do? Yeah, I wonder well, what they would do. <laughs> like, um, we want this. Like, we want this to happen now. <laughs> I will check in a minute on draft, but but to bring up DraftKings, you guys know oh, that's big. Yeah, the NFL yes, season's exciting. going strong, yeah. and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up. Uh, where am I? Okay, with an offer that's even stronger. <laughs> Bet five bucks we? on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings is giving a sweetener for every game day this October. Oh wait, it's November. DraftKings wow. needs to send us a new script, but uh, yeah. So tonight, um, like Colorado's favored by a goal and a half. Uh, I'm not sure if I would take Colorado on that, but the over-under is six and a half goals. I think if I was going to drop any money on that, I'd probably go the over. I think we're going to get over six goals in this game. Um, but you can get in on the game day, game day greatness by just downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, mother bitch. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21+. plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Fantastic. Speaking of Edmonton, they put uh, Jack Campbell on waivers, I guess, like an hour ago. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, shit. What's that? Yeah. That's kind of big. They just put Jack Campbell on waivers. So uh, so who's their backup? I mean, I guess they're going to go with Stuart Skinner. I don't know. Yeah, it's about two hours ago, I guess it happened. Yeah. Did you rewrite your thing, Bobby? I have something to ask you guys. Go ahead. Yes. Do you guys like Madison Square Garden? Oh, God, no. No, I no. don't. I don't like the yeah. network, and I don't like the facility. Yeah, I'm not a big The fan only either. MSG I like is in my Chinese food. Yeah, it's so good for you. Keeps you going. <clears throat> How about fact, you? I could tell you that if if urine were a person, urine MSG works. would be its armpit, and I don't like to go there. But I will what? go there. Wait, hang on. It's if the urine, armpit of piss. Urine. If urine was a person, golden, golden piss. Okay. So we have to have a person, person. made of piss. The bucket of piss became okay. a person, and then MSG you want to know where they're. <laughs> oh, okay. If a bucket okay. of piss came so. alive. MSG is, is the armpit insult. of a man made of piss. Yes, I love that. I do piss too. man. I love. I love the optics. So okay. I know so I'm going to be uh, next uh, Halloween. Piss man. I don't like, yeah, piss man. Yeah. MSG man. I'll just write MSG on my armpit. There you go. That'll work. All right. So yeah. So yes. The, the arena stinks. Yeah. So we don't like it. Nobody likes to go there. We don't want to go there. It's like pissy armpit. We will go there when our Devils play, and especially on March 11th. This isn't about Billy Joel. We're plugging the devil. <laughs> Even he's leaving MSG, though. This is his last month there. Hey, he's a smart man. Yeah. yeah. Listen, March 11th is a day we're calling on thousands of Devils fans to get together and liven up that dingy pit with our best Devils Reds. Let's right. give the Rangers a taste of their own medicine for once. Mm. When they come to the Rock, they act like they own the place. Well, we're not going to do that. Because we're no self-respecting like Devils fan would want to go and own a piece of that shithole. Oh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> very just, true. I don't want it. We're just gonna go to one road game in a large, awesome, loud group, kick some Rangers' ass, and go Physically? home. Oh, no, metaphorically. The Is team. this like Anchorman with the with the news team's battle? Because I think should we show up like that? 
Remember, Brick, Brick had, just, had a grenade. Just, I, I'm not I'm an advocate. I'm going to get you on your commercial, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> So March 11th, it's a bunch of devil podcasts, a bunch of devil's content providers. We're all trying to get as many devil fans as possible to go nice. to the garden on March 11th during the devil ranger game and finally give them, let them know what it feels like when your fucking team is your arena is just completely usurped by uh, you know, rival fans. And this time it's going to be us. And we're all going to go March 17th against the Rangers. Right, Bobby? Awesome. 11th. March 11th. Okay. <laughs> I would have gone there the wrong day. That would have been terrible. I'm going to go so, back on the 17th just to rub it in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that, that I tell you, if we can pull this off where we get a lot of people showing up, that is going to be a ton of fun to go and, uh, and do that. That would be awesome to see just a quarter of that place filled with devil fans. And then hopefully we whoop their ass. That's right. Fuckers. Yep, yep. You know what? I was wondering, are they? would they mind if we did all these together? Because I think it would be awesome if it was dueling ads. You know, I was going to try to mention <laughs> the wonderful story. Raycom product uh, in your commercials because you guys could have used them. Those headphones are amazing, you know. And this time of year with the holidays coming, it's kind of hectic. I mean, I keep harping about this because this season is so hectic. I'm going to lose my mind. And I'm afraid it's going to be a whole situation where sometimes the holidays are too much for people. You know, they really are. It's like the highest suicide rate of the year. That's right. And that's why I need Raycom. Number two is our post-game show. (laughs) (laughs) And you can hear that post-game show with such clarity that you'll know exactly what what bobby means when you use raycon because they're so crystal clear you'll hear all that depressing energy come right to you but you know uh there's also a great sale going on right now you guys need to know that you don't have to wait till black friday right there's friday for everyone and it's coming up right now black friday is now uh so it's like time traveling if you take advantage of this sale you'll get anywhere from 20 to 50 percent off uh somewhere between is it 20 Is it 30, 40, 50? You don't know. Is it a wheel you spin? Go on the site and find out. But you're going to get 20 minimum, maximum 50% off site-wide. Exactly, Tony. Exactly. (laughs) And it's enough that any fool would cheer for that. Absolutely. Um, So I I talk a lot about Raycon so much these days. Uh, Some would say too much. But, you know, what I don't tell you enough about is their water filtration. Yeah. I didn't just that say, sounds crazy. Those Raycons must be good. He thought your dogs was a laughing ornament. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so tell me they, about the water filter. Well, let's say you have filthy, horrible Lithuanian water. And right. you're a little concerned that it's probably being purposely tainted by Vladimir Putin. Right. You don't uh, want to end up like a character in the Oblongs. Exactly. He's been known yeah. to poison people. You know, we know this. So you can't go another minute without going to the Raycon.com site and checking out their faucet filter. These are ultra filters that uh, filter the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals and probably uranium. I don't know. It's a must have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face, face and brush your teeth is actually clean. So to get everybody in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with those select products up to 50% off. Hurry now, buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's raycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon's great product. Buy Raycon now at raycon.com slash THPN. Thank you, Raycon, and thank you, DraftKings. Is this right. my ad now? Yes. No. Yes, <laughs> do go it. ahead. Do your ad, Tone. Do your ad. Guys. Guys, do you ever yeah. think you can use a couple extra inches? <laughs> no, I don't really have an ad. <laughs> I got so what are you selling, so, Tony? What are, I, want, I did want to ask you, do you guys go out for Black Friday? You guys don't go out for that shit, do you? No. I um, no. 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 I never did. Nowhere no. near it. No. First of all, I object to people having to work on Friday after Thanksgiving. Everything yeah, should be I closed. Do. I know. And now they make them work on Thanksgiving. So. That's right. Thanksgiving no. is one of my – like I just love – 
Thanksgiving Day. It has nothing to do with the food, or I mean, it's always nice to get together with my sisters and it's and my have favorite a holiday. meal. But love it. It, I love just football all day, three games, nothing That's to right. do. You sit around, have a couple of beers, just watch. We watch the last waltz. Good... Put that on last waltz. Yeah, there you go. There you go. R.I.P. Robbie. Yep. Um, that was sad. Let me ask you yep. guys. Was there ever a celebrity death that actually, like, moved you? Like, made you, like, because we talk all the time about, you know, when people pass mm-hmm. and stuff. But was there ever somebody that you just thought maybe you took it a little bit harder than maybe you thought you would or or no? Just curious. Um, I know mm-hmm. there have been. I, I can't think of a particular one right now. Cause, but John sure. Ritter, I, I know. I hated when John Ritter died. I like John Ritter. Died? John Ritter. John yeah, I like that. Ritter. That bothered you, right? It like bugged me, at, yeah, because yeah. I just bugged me. Yeah, I used to watch the show all the time. And it was still on. It was, you know, it was kind of a bummer because he was just a funny yeah. dude. There are definitely some that were sadder than others. Definitely, yeah, for sure. You know, like I, um, I remember like when I. I I was really bummed. And it's weird because like I didn't even I was always a fan, but not like an Uber fan of Tom Petty, but when he died, yes. I was really bummed. Like hey, he's not supposed to die yet. Like he's supposed no. to be around a little bit longer. Like this yeah. you know, I never you realized you've been that- taking him for granted, right? You didn't exactly. think that is like I hate to say it, but if some of the greats who are known to be elderly greats like Dylan or Jagger die, you're gonna be you you've been thinking about what that's gonna be like. I'll tell you the right. one that hit me the most was probably Bowie. I, I was didn't think to be Bowie for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think that he was going to die. I didn't even hear that he was sick. Now, apparently some people knew. Uh, and then you look back at this last album was like, goodbye, I'm dying. If you pay attention <laughs> to the lyrics at all. Yeah, the video. Remember the music well, it's, video? It's crazy. Like, even the video, he did and everything. Is shit, yeah. And it, it, it kind of is like, it, it was like a coda to his whole career. He did a lot of like callbacks to space oddity shit. And it, right. But he also, the whole thing was about, you know that final uh, change, you know, that he was going to make. And wow. he knew exactly, he was sick for a long time. He knew exactly what he was doing. He wrote that album as a goodbye. It, and with, not yeah. a lot of artists get to do that. I think of Warren Zevon, he got to do that last album knowing he was going to die. Um, do you know so the other day? It's kind of interesting when artist gets that chance. I actually, I saw a werewolf. He was drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. How was his hair? Perfect. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. You know, yeah. Like you, Chris, you mentioned uh, Tom Petty. Yeah, I have a. So I went to go see Tom Petty in Tampa. I don't know if it was how many years ago, but it was it was a while ago. And I was up in this. My my boss had this booth. You know, they had those suites for the shows. Sure. And one of the, I'm not going to mention his name, of of course, but there was one of the baseball players for the professional team, one of the really like the big player on that team, and they were actually going to the playoffs. And uh, he's up there smoking a joint with us. It was, it was pretty crazy, man. I will never mention his name, but it was everyone singing. Why would you not mention his name? Ah, Who gives a shit? Tom Petty was it was great though. That's the vibe yeah. there. Everyone was so happy, man. It was just a, a cool show. Who do you think the number one of all time is to like shock and gut punch the most people when they pass? I got an idea who it might be. Well, I was curious oh, okay, you're, you're saying like like uh, a future. Yeah, because like uh, well, like, no, like I said, honestly, I'm not saying like the most wonderful artist to ever die. That's going to be you know that's different. No, I mean somebody who actually died. Like I don't mean in the oh. future. Oh, so, okay. Like, like, like um. The truth is, if McCartney dies, it's not going to be like you don't see it coming. Well, I think John right? Lennon's was probably yeah, the biggest. Exactly. You know, that's not only did he die, he was murdered. You know, trying to make that his comeback and stuff yeah. like that, and then he gets fucking shot and killed by some and crazy person. Maybe the biggest solo artist at that time, especially one who was in a huge, the world's hugest band, right. just recently, and uh, nobody saw that coming. I yeah, can't that, think of one that would be more Jesus was you know, meaningful to the most people. What's that? So Jesus was a big death, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how good his music was. I, I think Lennon, bad. though, you know, Chris is right because they announced it during the football game that night when Lennon died. It was like a big, it was like oh, a I mean, it, it was huge. And all the Christian rock yeah. I've heard really sucks his music, to be honest. Now, yeah, Creed blows. <laughs> Did you um, listen to the new Rolling Stone album yet? I haven't given it a chance I yet. I saw a bad review on it that I didn't really want to read. Right. I just skimmed. I listened to it. Yeah. I liked it. Cool. I didn't think it was this great Rolling Stone album, but for first of all, for Mick being what is he in his eighties now, close to eighty now, so. like yeah. he sounded fucking good. And I know it's a studio and everything, but he sounded good. I liked, yeah. I liked the the hooks. I thought that some of the tunes were really good and catchy, and they were very. You know, I, I would definitely say one of their better Stone albums of the last twenty years. 
Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's not a huge bar because nobody's but, really been wowed by a Stones album in over 20 years. But if this is their last studio album, but then again, didn't they not make a studio album for like 20 years? So I guess it's maybe, time, uh, maybe like 40 years in. So, yeah, that's but, true. That's true. yeah. Um, Since the but, 80s, let's say, right? The 80s was like probably one of their last. I would I mean, say maybe got, nine, 92, 93 when Steel Wheels came out, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That might be like one of the last. Yeah. Uh, that might be one of the the last like big studio albums they had, right. but I dug it. I mean, it wasn't an album I'm going to listen to a lot, but I had to give it a listen. I liked the Stones. I had to check them mm-hmm. out. I didn't hate it, man. I liked it. Chris, is there actually or any of you guys? Is there actually a record that you would buy now? Like I, I think back, like is there anything that you bought lately that you listen to over? Like remember when you were a kid, you would buy a record and just listen to it over and over and over again. Do you guys really sure. find any new records that do that to you? Sometimes that's all I do. When I find yeah. a new artist, I'll, I'll play it to death, and it's easier now than it was then. Really, uh, I you have know, trouble with it. Yeah, um, I don't know right. why, but like I remember, like the last two Pixie albums that came out, I, I, you know, I wouldn't stop playing them over and over again. You know, and uh, I, I get a little obsessive that way for a while, and then like a month or two goes by, and I put it in like normal human rotation instead of just being stuck on an album over and over. All right, Bobby's got to bounce out of here, so I think we're going to probably uh, just real quick, let's do a quick uh, prediction for tonight. Bobby, go ahead. I'm changing my tune. I did have them. This is going to be an overtime loss. I think they're going to pull it out. I think it's just kind of a big statement game for the team. They came together real well last game, played good defense. We'll see a little bit more of that, so flat-out win. Regulation. Um, let's change it. Let's go 3-1. Okay. I'm giving up one goal now. All right, Tone. I, 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 it's a tough one. I, I think that I don't know what I said last show, but I think we're going to make. I'm going to say four three us. All right, and Dan. Okay, I'm going five nothing win. We haven't had a win like that yet. Wow. I think Banachek's going to be great. Now, before you think I'm crazy, they've given up a seven nothing and a four nothing loss yeah, in the last few games, true. so it's not true. impossible. And but the team's going to have to play at their best for this to happen. 3-2, Luke Hughes in overtime, Devils win. Nice. That's what I'm going with. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up uh, early. And we're going to be back on Thursday, uh, talk about this game, talk about the upcoming game against Washington, and hopefully we'll have some more, you know, fun little nuggets to discuss for Bobby, Tony, Dan. I'm Chris. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, please subscribe, like, positive review really goes a long way to help us promote the podcast to the five or six people that listen. So for that, mm-hmm. we thank you. Um, we're the puckers. We'll see you when we see you. Puck is out. Later. I gotta go vote. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Cool.